Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and we are moving to the end of the year. It is now the end of the year, guys, and what a great year. I want to take this episode to reflect on what you have done, and then I'm going to talk about a little bit about what our company has done and how we set out a mission to just go out and do some amazing things. I feel like the power of your mind, you guys know I believe this, the power of your mind is one of the most underutilized things in this world. I truly believe that. And if people only understood how much they can get done and do when they put their mind to it, it is amazing. It is actually scary what you're capable of. It's scary of how good that you can create a life if you put a little focus on it. And I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this podcast today, I want to just shower you with praise. And I'm just going to tell you right now that you are worth it. Your dreams are worth it. The little things you tell yourself, the little self dreams that you make and, and the little things you put in your mind that you know show you that you look at and you think about that those are good things and that you're worth it, man. And I want you to just tell yourself today, just say it, proclaim it. I am worth it. Say it. I mean, just say it. I am worth it. Yes, you are. I'm telling you. Because life has a way of clawing and scraping and scratching and trying to tear you down. And so I'm telling you, you have you have to tell yourself that you are worthy and it is worth it because if you don't, man, it can get really bleak and dark and grim and gray and life is too short to live that way is to look at the glass half full. Really, it's half empty, man. You have so much opportunity to create the life that you want and damn it, to make it mean something. And to live life and to live it abundantly. That's the podcast that we're going to do today. This is going to be one of those podcasts you're going to look at and say, man, I needed that. I needed a little pick-me-up. I needed 2021 was a year of highs and lows and goods and bads. You were still dealing with the COVID, but it really is, it's what you make it. Life is a lot of times how you look at things, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so I'm going to challenge you today to take a minute to, let's go on a visualization journey with me. And and we're going to talk about what we did. I'm just going to share some of our highlights of what Kahuna Investments did. And then I'm also going to talk about what we did last year, like at the beginning of it, like how we told ourselves where we wanted to go. And then we started working that way. So it's a really cool story. I hope you guys will enjoy it. But before we do that, just really quickly, give a shout out to some iTunes 
reviews. You know, I love it when you guys take the time to go out. So Maddie just put us a podcast. She goes, incredible podcast. This podcast is truly incredible resource for anyone in real estate or looking to build their wealth and find financial freedom. Corey is knowledgeable, helpful, passionate, and empowering. Highly recommend. So thank you, Maddie. Thank you for making that comment. Really appreciate that. It's really crazy. I mean, I, I think about, I sometimes want to pinch myself. When I really think about my real estate journey, guys, I mean, it will make me cry. It will bring me to my knees to think about how hard I've had to work and just the success along the way and the things that I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it or how it was going to come up or losing money, making mistakes. Man, I'm just telling you, I didn't see it in the beginning and I definitely didn't see it where I'm at today, but I see it now and I see it real clearly. And I think every year, if I look back, I was just trying to get a little bit better. Just trying to get a little bit better, get a little bit and build my business a little better, a little smarter, a little bit cleaner, more efficient. And that is the culmination of 2005 is when I started my company. So I mean, we've been doing it for a minute, right? 16 years, I guess, 16 years of business. And I feel like we're just getting started. So let's jump into kind of where we're at. Before we do that, though, a word from our sponsors. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. If you want to learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. All right, so we're back. And listen, what an incredible year again. And I just want to tell you, wherever you are at, like whatever you've done, I'm going to tell you it's enough. This year, it's enough, right? And take stock of where you're at, and then let's plan for the future. I'm going to roll back the current a little bit and talk about what we did as a company this year and really what was our dreams and goals and then what were we afraid of, right? So back in early 2021, January, I think we actually started in like November talking about this. We had hired a strategic coach with attraction coach to come into our company. And we had at that time Kahuna Wealth Builders, which is our education company, and it was going pretty for bore, doing three or four events a year, running a mastermind, and then also doing traveling, lots of other smaller events, right? And it was really hard. Was like going on my fourth year of info marketing. And what I really loved to do though was real estate. And so one of the things that we determined in November of last year when we were planning was we said, and we as a team agreed that we are a real estate wealth management company. That's what we do. Like we buy multifamily apartments and we run them proficiently and profitable for our investors to make them money. That's what we do. And so, and we boldly proclaimed it. We said that is the business that we want to be in. It's the one that makes us the most money and it gives us the most joy. Now this was hard guys, because when I'm looking around my team, now we've got all these three or four businesses, right? Like info business is a business and there's like multiple different masterminds of business. A events is a business, right? Selling products is another business. There's lots of people that do just one of each modality here. I'm doing like I'm selling products. I'm doing info business. I have a mastermind and all those things work. But my true core content, you know, like where I'm the most confident where I feel like I do the best 
is just buying property. I'm a better operator. And what I found is, even though I love teaching, but man, what I started to find is I started to, like, there's a lot of work. There's a lot more work. I can tell you honestly, I've spent more work in the last three years trying to find business, selling a widget, selling a gadget. It's a lot of work. And to get somebody to buy your product, and, and even though it's good, I feel like I have one of the best teaching products out there that'll teach you the game of multifamily without a doubt. I know this without a doubt. But my ability to sell it, <laughs> I suck at selling it, man. <laughs> I'm just going to be frank. I suck at it. Because I can't pitch. I'm not a hype guy. I never have been. And I find that there's a truly sales process when you're selling something from stage and all that stuff. And either I don't want to learn or I just not in my DNA. And so a lot of times when I'm selling, I, I fall flat. <laughs> that's me being super honest. So I got to tell you, that's a hard one to acknowledge. And thank God for my podcast. My podcast has done really successful and I've enjoyed the hell out of it. So this is one of the few things that I really, because a lot of times I just like to teach and I want to give back. It's my way to give back. And so on the flip side of me sucking at the info business is what I would say. Now, you may not say that as a listener. You're like, dude, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I'm just being honest, guys, right? So, and I guess every time you look, you can find people that are way better than you. And let's just say that I've not felt that I've hit what it would look like. And it's becoming too much work and not enough reward for me to like continue on doing that. So what we decided to do is we were going to stop doing events. Now I've got, and when I say that, I have one more event coming up, I think it's April, and I'll give out the dates. We've got to create a one more page because we're going to give this one away for like stupid, like 1500 bucks or something like that. I usually sell it for $5,000. It's a three-day intensive course. And I truly believe it is one of the best out there. I know it is. I have people that tell me that. And these are well-respected guys that are in the single-family world. They'll say, dude, by far, your event was the best. I learned the most out of it. But we're going to do this event one more time, and then I'm going to be out of the event business. Now, the cool thing is, that means I eventually start giving my stuff away for free. And I think I enjoy that better. I think I enjoy just giving it away for free better but it'll just be of the online stuff right so because i'm not going to do any more events but i still have a course that is amazing and it works and it'll probably be evergreen because it's the concepts do not change no matter what the market does it's the concept because multifamily business is really made of it's people business but one of the things we had to say was man we're going to cut that out and that was a hard one because i kept on saying well but i want because i enjoy speaking I'm actually, I feel like I'm decent at it. I feel like I can make people laugh. I think I can make fun of myself. And I can tell such <laughs> crazy stories. But when I look at the business side of it, it was really distracting away from what our company would call our primary focus, which was buying real estate. And so it was really hard. In that meeting, we decided as a group, as a team, that we were going to focus on becoming a multifamily operator, truly, wealth management company, right? So raising capital, finding deals, that's what we want to do. And then we even talked about like the pace, like how many deals do we want to do? 
What kind of deals are we going to do? Who are we going to partner with? How are we going to find the money? We started doing that work way back in November. And so the goal was like, hey, let's do like three to four deals a year. And the reason we said that, because we like, hey, it takes four to five months to close an apartment complex. And we don't want to have like too many going on at one time. We want to make sure that we had all the right things going on where we weren't going to get overwhelmed. In other words, if we loaded them up too close together, then it was just going to create chaos. And we felt like one a quarter was be like a decent pace. Now, that's what we said. <laughs> and then what happens is two different things, okay? Because Murphy's Law is always at work. And so we wanted to do one a quarter, but we did one, and then we did three right in a row. <laughs> and that's how it happens. But anyway, so it wasn't just spaced out sporadically like we wanted it. But here's what we did. So with that now being the mission and the focus. And I'm gonna tell you, there is something vitally important about having focus. When we set out on that path, then our choices were clearer, fewer options, and it was a cleaner path to what we needed to do. Instead of having five different businesses, we had one main business. And we just said, unless this thing supports the other, we don't do it. But we did keep our mastermind right? So the mastermind business we felt was important enough to keep it intact, right? So we are running the mastermind and which by the way, I'm going to leave in the show notes. If you want to look in the show notes, a link to apply for our mastermind. We're doing really good. Everybody is doing deals right now and it is super freaking awesome to watch everybody. Like some people are getting their first deals. Some of them are third, fourth deals and it's pretty cool to watch. Just watching the process of getting focused, I'm telling you, it, it really does make a big difference in your trajectory. And your team can rally behind that. They hate it when it's confusing. When we have, like, even though we had our little segments, it was like, okay, well, Corey's doing this. Now he's off doing that. And it was just, I was getting, the real truth is I was getting pulled in 10,000 different spots. And I felt like I was just, again, I'm back on the hamster wheel. Well, that's why I got into real estate was to get off that thing. And so here I am successful, but man, it's just like I'm spinning wheels. I'm not getting accomplished what I want to. So when we sat down as company and made that commitment, man, it was like, oh, thank you. And I say that, but if my wife was here, she'd tell you like, Corey, you came out kicking and screaming. <laughs> I didn't want to give it up. It was like pulling my baby away. <laughs> No more events, no more being the show, no more teaching and giving it your all. And it was hard. It was really hard. <laughs> but I knew it was the right thing to do. And so here I am now at the end of 2021. We did, I think, just one event this year. And we're going to do one event next year. And I'm so thankful for it. I am truly glad that I did because there were some other things that were really important on my list, which was make sure that we become a good dad, that I make it to my kids' games. My kids, my daughter's a senior in high school, and this is her last year playing sports, soccer, and my son's a sophomore in football, and I just pledged to myself that 
I was not going to miss games. I was going to be involved. These last three or four years, they're like high school careers. I was going to make sure that I didn't miss anything. And I've not. Knock on wood, right? And because I made it important. And so with all the other, if I was going to do events, I could have travel things that could interrupt because we don't always get the schedules for their sports till you know, right couple months before it starts and then it's like oh gosh and so if you're pre-planning like i am years in advance for events you can have a conflict and guess what when you make that type of commitment for your people that pay you money you've got to show up and your kids come on the back burner so it wasn't the right style for us and i just knew that it had to go and so we're letting it go and now it doesn't mean that we can't resurrect it once a year that's probably what we might do right because i do enjoy it I really enjoy teaching. I really enjoy giving back. I think that's why I love this podcast is because it's my way to share the stories of the realness of the things that can go on in and about your day in the multifamily game and then what you can really achieve. And so I'm hoping that you can see and believe it from the authenticity authenticity in my voice and my ability to screw it up like I just did. And it's okay, because I think we're, we're actually more powerful when we are flawed. We're all flawed. You're flawed. I'm flawed for sure. <laughs> and that's really how it works. I see all these posters on Facebook and TikTok and how beautiful and perfect they look. And they got their jets and their stuff. They're so perfect. But I know it's a lie. You know it's a lie right? It's deep down, they're probably screaming. To have to be that persona all the time, oh my God, when do you get to be you? (laughs) And so I just made it a mission to make sure that I have, I don't wear (laughs) masks. This is what you get. And I think that's a great way and powerful way to live. And I want to encourage you to live the same. Be authentically you and then make no mistakes about why you are who you are. And that, my friends, is true power. Now, so we made that deal. And so the power of having focus is one of those things that can truly propel you. And that's what it did for our company. Because here's what we did. So once we had the guidance and the vision of where we wanted to go, then it was like, okay, so let's go out and start really pushing some multifamily. And then where our source, like one of the things we said we were going to keep was our mastermind. Well, we got our first deal from Scott Dilley and Waleska Iglesias. That was that was Sierra Point. And that was 84 unit deal for $7.7 million. Boom, right? And so the one thing that we decided to keep and stay on the info side, mastermind. And yes, we do deals with students. It's one of the easiest ways to get into a deal, by the way, I think, is to partner with someone like me. And that's why we use that mastermind. So that was kind of what we use our mastermind for is that it's potential deal partners for me and then other people in the group. So they partnered together. Lots of little things formed to actually create um, buying structures. And so that was our first deal of the year. So I think that closed in somewhere in the summer. Like I think it was early summer. But we started in that in like February. So right away, February, like boom. All right, we got something, right? Are you ready for retirement? The majority of Americans are not. 
Failing Social Security and dated financial planning practices put strains on many retirees' finances. 46% of Americans admit they are not taking steps to prepare for the likelihood they outlive their retirement savings. Luckily, it's not too late. Diversify your portfolio. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. To learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. Then I had another student lock up another deal, right, from my mastermind, and that was with the Warner Robins portfolio. Now, that was 197 units, $13 million purchase, and that was found by Sean Winslow, and uh, you can listen to his episode that we did. And we'll leave the links below in our comments or in our notes section of his episode. And same thing with Scott, Dilly, and Waleska. Their episode as well will be down there. So if you want to go hear about those deals, go check that out. And then right away, that's almost $20 million in real estate deals just for those two deals that were student deals. So the one things that we decided to keep, that's where some deals showed up. And that was awesome. And then we found two deals of our own which is the ones that we just closed. One was Green Hill in Radford, Virginia. That was $17 million, or no, $18 million, 474 beds. Now that one was student housing, but that was a big purchase price, bigger purchase price, 18 million bucks. And then we just closed just a couple weeks ago, Carolina Creek, which was 517 beds. And we bought that for $23,250,000, right? So that represents about 991 beds and 281 units. So, and those four transactions. I mean, how magic is that? Four, we wanted to do four, we did four, right? I didn't really put a value limit of the size of deals that we wanted to do. And I'm going to tell you that I stretched, I stretched myself. $24 million is uh, 23,250 is the most expensive deal that I have ever bought. And I think that's kind of where we're going to start playing. I find that that size of deal, A, we can raise the money for it. And we did a $17 million deal and our $18 million deal and a $23 million deal right behind it. We were in back to back and we were able to raise capital. So looking back, we raised almost $22 million of private equity. Like, can I get a golf clap? <laughs> That was me and my team and my partners. And what an amazing goal, by the way. $22 million, is that's pretty good money. It's a lot of money. I would love to look back at this podcast and hear myself saying this and be like, oh, God. Because I remember when I, my first deal I ever bought, I raised $1.4 million. And it was like the end of the world for me. Like I had to go and get that. I mean, I was like, oh, my God, that's insurmountable. How am I going to do that? And that's what you may be saying right now when you're, as you're starting to look at your dreams and goals. Now realize that I've been doing this for 15 years, right? And, or 16 years. And so where I'm at today, it's not where I was at 15 years ago. But my first multi that I bought in 2009, I'm sorry, 2011 was for $3.2 million purchase. And it was $1.4 million of private equity to, to raise and get the deal done. And man, I was nervous and I barely made it. And now if we had a $1.5 million raise, it'd be like, oh my God, this is the easiest thing we've ever done. But now we're doing $10 million raises and $10 million is my new stretch goal. (laughs) But we're doing it. We're able to raise that kind of capital. So 
I think that's where we stay. So we did sixty-two million dollars approximately in new acquisitions. And that's pretty cool. Here's what's really neat is if you take that sixty-two million dollars and you put a two percent acquisition fee on that, that's one point two million dollars in acquisition fees. It's not bad. Then you make a 2% asset management fee to manage these those deals. So now you've got some cash flow to operate. You made some money along the way. And we've got these great deals that are going to keep, that are going to hum. And all these properties are pretty full. We've got big plans for them. And what a great year. So that was what we bought. And then we sold. So I just had the deal that we sold. And I'm not sure if I've done a podcast about it, but maybe I should. Is what we sold the Palms which was formerly Carolina Creek. And I think we have a good, bad, and the ugly on Carolina Creek. So we'll put that link on this show notes because that was a great little deal that we thought we were going to, and we crushed it, dude. We bought it for like $9.7 million and sold it for $19 million and it closed. And so that was a great win. So we had selling a property, selling a big one, a fat one that we did in three years. And then we also some great purchases. So like all in all, I'm telling you, it's been my best year. This has been, 2020 was probably my worst year. Didn't do anything and scared and was losing money, right? 2021, best year ever, best year ever. But it could be short-lived because I think 2022 is going to be my best year ever. And that's really, I guess, the power of your mind. When we talk about the focus and you're enough and that you matter. So I look back and think of these records and what we've done. And it was really just about mindset and focus. And I didn't have all the parts figured out, but we moved forward anyways. And being focused on the growth of that we are a wealth management real estate company that we buy apartments. And we do two types, students, and regular multifamily. And that's really all we do. I don't do retail. I don't do office. I just do the two things that I know how to do. And that's it. And I think that makes it even more powerful. Knowing that gave me the confidence to go ahead. If you're watching the video right now, you see a lot of boxes in my office because we're getting ready to move. I'm going to move a lot of stuff into our new office in January. So all the floors are done. We're ready to start putting furniture and getting it set up. So it will be ready to move in and then we're gonna add staff. So we are been currently looking and interviewing an asset manager. If you're an asset manager and you look for a great place to come and you wanna put in your resume, send it to Shelly at kahunainvestments.com, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y at kahunainvestments.com. We're gonna be hiring an asset manager to help run our properties and uh, take some of that off my plate. We're going to be hiring a COO. We're going to be hiring two financial advisors and looking for a new accounting person as well. So we're going to staff up our office and we're going to become, we're going to go full bore professional in the game. So this was like our escape velocity that we needed to add the people and the systems and the process to really complete our vision of what our company is going to look like. And so, but that came from that vision of 20 in November of 2020 or 2019 (laughs) but man what an incredible like journey to go there and to and to come and to look back and say wow we did some great things 
And I always got to say, there's going to be a couple of minutes you pat yourself on the back, and then you got to get away from looking backwards and start looking forward. If you keep looking backwards, you're going to actually end up being a U-turn. You're going to go right back to that spot. So you've got to plow your way forward because that's where the success happens and the vision. The vision is always in front of you, and you got to keep looking at that vision. And then you make maneuvers along the way, but you go at a pace that makes sense and that you keep your eyes wide open and you keep your team close. And then you stay focused. And I'm telling you, that's how you win. It really is a great journey. I want to encourage you as you go on your journey today, that you're focused, that you create your vision, you create your why, and you surround yourself with team and people that are going to encourage you and tell you that you can do it and go out there and do your best. And sometimes you may fail. Sometimes you may screw up. You may lose some money. But then ultimately, though, if you keep with it, you'll always learn and you'll always win. And really, it's about never quitting, right? Quitters never win, and I never quit, and I've never quit, right? And that's just my story. So I'm gonna leave you guys as we kind of get ready to to sign off this year, 2021, put a cherry on top. I'm gonna leave you with some of Corey's poetry. And so I wrote this, I wrote this in like 2000, or no, 1992. I think I was 18 years old. And I'll just call it the story. And uh, that's what it's titled, the story. It really should maybe be called the journey, the story on it. So maybe it's called the journey. (laughs) But I'm going to share. I'm going to read it to you real quick, and hopefully you guys like it. But this is the epitome, I think, of who I am. And I feel like hopefully this will inspire you a little bit. And it has to do with this pen, right? I love to write. I love handwritten letters. I do that a lot. And I've always been fascinated with, like, writing. And I've never been a great writer, but I've felt like it, it was a way for me to get my thoughts on paper and, and really cement ideas. So here it is. With my pen, it all comes out. These feelings I have, without a doubt. Whether I'm happy or sad, feeling down or feeling bad. It's my pen that shows me the light, guides me to something, hoping it's right. With this ink, the words do not wander, but my mind goes crazy. My thoughts, they ponder. For I can go where no one can, the spirit inside me, the spirit of a man. If I've learned one thing, it's never to quit. Your dreams are your goals, a target to hit. Keep trying, never fail. The ink is not dry. My thoughts, they still tell. Guys, I hope that you have that desire in your heart to keep trying, to never fail. I'm telling you right now, the ink is not dry for you either, my friend. You are still writing your journey, your story. What is your story going to end up? You get to write your story. You do. You're in control of it. You're the master of it. And I'm just going to challenge you to write the story worth writing. Live a life worth living. Go out and do your best. Give your all. Don't hold nothing back. You'll be free. You'll be happy. You'll know that you did your best, right? And sometimes that's really about all you need is to know that you tried and you achieved. And I'm telling you, if you do it long enough, you will prevail. You will prevail and you will win. It is not the smartest or fastest who win, man. It's the ones that think they can. And I'm telling you, protect your mind. Build it up. Build a brick wall. Build a fortress around it. And then feed it daily. Feed it with positive affirmations. Tell yourself that you are the best and that you are worthy. And I'm telling you guys, if you'll do those little things, 
success will come and find you. It'll tap you on it. You'll look at it and you'll be like, nice to know you, my friend. Guys, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.